Well, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Just wondering whether I was going to get a response there for a moment. That's okay. How many people have managed to get any Christmas presents this morning? You got some? Was any of them any good? Yeah? How many people have bought a Christmas present this year? Good, good, good. Have you put some love and thought and energy into that purchase? Just think about it for a moment. Are you expecting a good response back to that present you're going to give? You hope so? Isn't it the worst thing that when you've put energy and effort and love into it and you don't get the response? <laughs> well, believe it or not, re-gifting is a big thing now, isn't it? But all that aside, Christmas is about the joy and hope and peace and love of God found in Jesus Christ, the greatest gift there is. So let us just pray together. Gracious, loving God, we just give you thanks today that we can be here and we can worship you. We can worship the birth of Jesus Christ. We can worship the fact that God came in human form and lived amongst us, but he came as a small baby. And he grew up and lived a life just like ours, with the challenges. And yet, he was willing to lay his life down for all people. So Lord, we praise you today. And we ask that you open up your word for us, found in the Bible, about the birth of Jesus. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. Now over... Um, November and December in, in church and new beginnings here, we've been preparing ourselves for Christmas. Seems a long preparation, doesn't it? You know, All the way through November where we looked at the prophecies, well, only some of the prophecies of the Messiah, the coming of the Messiah, that is, the coming of Jesus Christ. And then in December, we have been focusing upon our theme that we've been working on this year. Can anybody guess what that theme may be? No. Well done. <laughs> How did you guess it? The big letters up here? So, yeah. But each year we've, we've been looking at topics. You know, Christmas is synonymous with a, a few words. Hope, joy, peace, love. And so... Over the past three years, we've focused on each one of those words as an aspect of God and about what it means to actually live in that moment, in that word, in Christmas time. We've looked at joy, we've looked at hope, and this year we've been looking at love. Now, any guess what might next year's be? Peace, well done. Somebody's there, got it already. So... Twelve months' time, we'll be focusing on the peace of God found in Christmas. But at this year, we've been looking at love. You know, we've been looking at the fact that God is love, that he's displayed sacrificial love, and that we, and God is, within community. There is a community of love. And last week, Kerry brought the message, well, last week actually just on Sunday, not that long ago, um, Kerry brought the message on practical love. Today, 
we're going to be focusing on what it means that love is made real. That in other words, God is here right now. Now in our world today, love is one of those words that gets thrown around, doesn't it? You know, how many people love chocolate here? How many people are going to eat some chocolate over Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've already started, haven't we? Yep. We're eating chocolate, you know, love chocolate, those kind of things. You love things, you love the weather, you love, you know, going on holidays. It kind of gets bandied around, doesn't it? But does it actually have real meaning, the word, when we just say it? Or does love need something else to actually make it real? Does love need something else to actually make it real for us? And that's the action, isn't it? Love made real is the action. It's the embodiment of it. And this is what happened. And we're going to just pause and we're going to go to the screens and we're going to get a video that's going to introduce our message. You don't have to look far into the Christmas story to see love entwined and ingrained within its message. God loves his people. Love is found in a new family. Love in the brotherhood of a wise man. Love in the community of the shepherds. See, love isn't just a theme of Christmas. Christmas is love. What are you doing today that has been influenced by the love of Christmas? Maybe a family lunch? Sharing in family time like that of Mary, Joseph and Jesus? Giving presents, maybe like the wise men? Or meeting in community, just like the shepherds? All these things are well and good, but do not forget all these things are possible because God first loved. This Christmas, how will you express your love for God? Because God is the reason that love is found in Christmas. Love is found in Christmas, isn't it? Love is found in the birth of Jesus Christ. Love is made real in Jesus. So let's just hear from the Bible. We're going to, I'm going to read to you the account of the birth of Jesus from Luke's Gospel. And at that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Canerius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancestral home. He travelled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee and he took with him his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to come be born. 
She gave birth to her first child, a son, and she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. So how is this an expression of love? How is the birth of Jesus an expression of love? Well, the question is, for all you mothers, is the birth of your child a big expression of your love? Does part of you get embodied in that child? That love that you have for that. You know, it's funny because when you have a child, you kind of, before the birth, you, you wonder whether you could actually love them. And then you do. And even with the hard moments and the ups and downs, that love is expressed. See, the birth of Jesus is the fulfilment of all these prophecies of the Messiah, the Anointed One, who is coming to save the people. In Isaiah 9, 6, For a child is born to us, a son is given. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. You see, the prophecies of the Messiah, of the coming of the Saviour, they are made real in the birth of Jesus as a baby in his life, in his ministry, and in his death and resurrection. It was God's love made real in Jesus Christ. Now, I, I, I read a story about a 90-year-old lady who had many family and many friends. And at Christmas time, she used to go and buy a gift, a Christmas gift for all of her family and friends. But getting out to the shops was getting a little too hard for her. So instead of going out and purchasing some, you know, gifts this year, she decided that she would, she would write out a cheque for some money, put that cheque in a card to her, all of her family and friends, post them off. And so she did this. She posted them all off, did all the cards, wrote it all out. And on Christmas Day, all her family and friends opened the cards and they found written in there next to her name, buy your own present. It wasn't until later after Christmas that she realised when she went back to a desk where she did all this work that all the cheques were still in the drawer and every card had nothing but the words, buy your own present. I wonder what message that gives. See, we all love gifts, don't we? We all love to receive something. You know, in, in Acts, it says... It is more blessed to give than to receive. But God has blessed us, hasn't he? Each and every one we have been blessed through the birth of Jesus, through the love made real. Now, I want you to think with me for a moment, just a moment. When you love someone, one thing that you do is you actually give gifts, don't you? You give them to express your love. You know, it might be a gift of your time. It might be a gift of yourself in service. It might be a gift of tenderness that you give to that other person. 
It might be a gift of speaking love into their lives, of words of affirmation and positive encouragement. See, all of this is true with God in the birth of Jesus. All these gifts, these languages of love that we use, they are all attributes of love and they are all present and made real in Jesus Christ. God's love is made real for us in Jesus. Now, go back to that story about the lady who wrote out those checks and they didn't get posted. I think for us, when we start to think about it, in our own lives, we think God's just written on our gift card of life by your own. When in reality, it isn't that at all. God has already written the check and already paid for it. The present is already given to you. We don't have to work for God's love. We don't have to work for our salvation and grace from Jesus Christ. It is already there. It is already paid for. The gift has already been given. God loves each and every one of us, each and every one in the world. So much so that he actually came down from heaven. He paid the price of salvation. And he showed the great love in the birth of Jesus. For as it says in John 3.16, it says, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Like with all gifts, the gift that has been given to you, you actually have a choice, don't you? Like when I, at the beginning, I asked the question, what happens if somebody doesn't like the gift? Does your heart break a bit? Think about that for God. God's greatest gift to you is Jesus Christ, is salvation, is is being brought back into relationship with our Lord and our Maker, our Saviour. Doesn't God's heart break when you don't accept that gift? Love made real, but we are unwilling to accept that. With all gifts that are given to you, it's whether you use it, whether you make it practical, whether we actually are part of it, whether we let it change our lives. Further on in the story of Jesus' birth, we come across some shepherds in the field and they give us an understanding of what it means to actually see the gift of love of Jesus Christ made in Jesus Christ in the birth of that baby and how we are to express this. So I'm going to get Chris just to put up on the screen our next reading, which is from Luke. And it's from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through to 20. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognise him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. 
Suddenly the angels were joined by a vast host of others and the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. And when the angel had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was a baby laying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angels had said to them about the child. And all who heard the shepherds' story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. And it was just as the angel had told them. Can you see what happened when they saw the love of God made real in Jesus Christ? They praised, they glorified God. They told other people about it. They didn't keep it quiet, it changed who they were. And that is the same for us. The question for us today is how are we going to respond to the gift of love of God for us? The gift of the birth of Jesus Are our hearts going to be filled with joy? Are we going to praise God with all of our hearts? Just remember this, that God loves you. Just because of his love for us and you and me, we are saved. In Romans 5, 8, it says, But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ, that is Jesus Christ, to die for us that while we're still sinners. That is why Jesus left heaven. That is why he came to a stable, to loneliness, to homeliness. That is why he came as a baby. That's why he went to the cross. That's why Jesus came to reconcile us to God, the creator. That's why Jesus came as a bridge between God and us. Jesus came to restore us to God for, so that we may have that right relationship with him. God came to reach out to all people. He came because he loves you. He journeyed from heaven and is here because he loves us. Christmas is a time of love. It's a time of joy. It's a time of hope. It is a time of peace. May you truly know the joy of Christmas this year. May you truly have the hope of Christmas this year and may you truly have the love of Christmas found in Jesus Christ this year. So let us just pray together. Gracious, loving God, your love is made real, is found within the birth of Jesus Christ and each year we celebrate that birth. We join together and we remember how your love was made real, made real to Mary, made real to the shepherds, made real to the wise men, the magi, made real to all the people that heard the message of Jesus Christ, made real in the healings of Jesus, made real in the life, in the death and the resurrection of Christ and made real each year, each and every day to the believers of Jesus Christ. May we believe and know the love of God this year. Amen.